Greetings in the name of the Most High. Yes, I was not <laughs> to leave you in the lurch without my thoughts on the, uh, well, my continuing um, thoughts that have been seemingly in sync. You have a lot of uh, people out there making a lot of predictions and a lot of thoughts about things that are not accurate. And um, it's either... You know, they're not taking the, and I mean, and, you know, saying they're getting prophetic words and things like that. And I'm, what I'm trying to do here today is, um, <clears throat> is dispel some of that, but also really kind of take you back. Um, cause you're looking at presidents from really, you know, if I go back to the beginning of the Zeph report, we're taking, we're, we're, we're looking at presidents from, uh, Bush and the Bush family through Biden. And uh, I know there's people out there that are thinking that somehow um, that, that, uh, that Trump will pull a rabbit out of a hat and you know, become president and, and all that. I understand. I've kind of, since I gave the prediction of Biden's win, months ago uh and more than one more than one occasion you were warned about that and when they, why i'm warning about biden is because biden represents the international globalism new world order all that as you know and um you know and trump was um populism nationalism and you know america first and you know economy and trade all those things they they are complete opposites And the money, uh, which I always say, follow the money, is is on the side of, and, and Bill Gates announced it, you know, the richest man in the world, one of the richest. I, I don't know who's the richest really anymore, but at this point, I think they made so much money off the lockdowns, you're never going to see the end of those. So, and one of the problems that you have here is that people are very divided in terms of IQ. I don't know how they do it, because, I mean, you know, there used to be, you'd have kind of like a brain trust, you know? You'd have a brain trust. You'd have people kind of being able to, like, read the same article and say, the New York Times, or, the you know, see the same information, and be able to kind of get into the discussion, um, you know, on relative terms. That would be, you know, you might say... Uh, they're 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 talking the same language. We're talking about the same events. Where now we have educated people, adults, who can look at the same series of events. Let's say um, the Kenosha riots, or the uh, Portland, or Seattle, and then or the the um, invasion of the Capitol building, whatever. They can look at these events, which you'd say, well, this happened here, this happened here. This happened here, and then this happened here. And um, here were the people involved, and here's the uh, here's who killed who, and here's the damage, and here's this, and here's that. And um, people would be able to, you'd be able to have a discussion. You'd be able to, you know, say, yeah, that happened, 
and then this happened, and then this happened, and then that happened. And, you know, it, whether it's right or wrong, or morally right or wrong, or whether it should be, um, you know, categorized politically or not, which I would advise against, because that's already done so much damage. Left-right politics is a complete ruse, a complete lie. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just a way to control people. So the propaganda you know, in terms of turning left against right. And, you know, being able to... I've been reading news articles like out of the Washington Post, New York Times, uh, Epoch Times, you know, complete opposite, you know, just... And to see the, the, the difference, you realize right away when you write, read any of these articles about what happened, you know, on, on you know, Wednesday, let's say, that they're so far apart on what the facts are that they can never come together, never. Because, um, you know, it's, uh, for example, what you get in the, um, the mainstream news is you get um, Trump plans, you know, is the, is the, the ma- manager of the insurrection, plans insurrection, uh, you know, country is about to go under forever because of Trump or whatever, you know, blame Trump. And um, it doesn't take into account who did what to who or any of the facts of the case. Same thing if you take on, uh, you know, Seattle or any of these other things. It's like mostly peaceful protesters uh, are doing the right thing for um, human rights. And uh, and then you look at the, the pictures and the backgrounds of complete um, conflagrations everywhere you look. And you say, well, how could you write... This is a mostly peaceful demonstration, you know, when things are in flames and then people are getting killed in cold blood. A lot of people got killed. And there's no mention of that. So I, I guess, um, you know, it, it's the main focus is on, or if there is a, another focus, they would just do the left-right paradigm again where they'd say, well, Trump is responsible for the riots in Kenosha and... You know, right-wing supremacists are, are, are shooting up. The, it's up to us to defend the homeland or, or whatever it is. But it, it's so far. But the point I'm trying to make here is this. It's so far apart, it doesn't really matter my take on it. I have, I don't really, you know, at this point, I've, my mind is kind of blown. I don't really have, you're not going out there right now. You're giving me a break. My mind is kind of blown from, um, the uh, the overwhelming nature of the uh of the military psychological operations and when you know when you turn those on your own people um it, it shows obviously a divide in the military where there are people in the military that are pro american and then but the the prevailing attitude around the world is anti american the sooner america goes the sooner we can have our peaceful... No, you're not going out there. You're going to give me a break here. Get up there. Come on. It's too cold out there. Sit down. Good girl. Okay, that's a good girl. Now you stay there, okay? She, <laughs> she's protesting that one. He's going to stay there right now. And then we'll have a little snack, Okay. No dog I'd rather have with me, though, you know. 
terms of how fierce she is on uh, on, on guarding you. I mean, just just terror. You know, it's scary for people. But I've you know I insist on having that kind of security. Um, and plus, good, the greatest friend in the world. You know, they got me through the the mind control of the pandemic. Has been uh, that's not another thing we're going to talk about. But you know, I had friends that. I had to talk to on the phone, and um, they couldn't breathe. <sighs> and 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 then I uh, and I uh, I don't know I I I never seen the hell what am I uh, hell? It was like that. These are very rational, successful people that I know in the that are out there. Not exactly, you know, with the quote world side, which is, of course, you know. A another world in and of itself. It's like a whole other world over there that you don't even have any clue, you know. But they're just people, and I just call them, you know, good people. You know, good people. They're 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 out there trying to make a living, trying to make things work out, trying to be patient, and trying to to you know believe their government when the government says that we have a COVID problem and we have to lock everyone down, including healthy people, because of it. And and shut your businesses down because that's the right thing to do. And then look, they look the other way on suicides and all the uh, collateral damage from that. And that never winds up even being published at all. So now it starts to get very sinister. You know, this is where you start either getting really depressed and possibly suicidal, realizing the the overwhelming nature of the attack, and then you start, but you start to have that hollow feeling. I'm going to really try to present my, you know, just a different kind of presentation than most people. I just want to do it my way, my own, you know, try to get into my own spirit here. If I can just, you know, be without filter for a minute. And so they're beginning to realize that, you know, they are the target and they don't know what they did wrong. They just know that they're, 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 they're starting to figure out that they're being treated as an enemy and they don't know what they did to, to become an enemy. So they need to... They're going to have to make the adjustment on going from... Um, you know, being a citizen and paying taxes and raising their children, having their weddings and funerals and having their lives. And they have to change their mentality to a war mentality now that they are under siege by their own government, obviously, with, with, with respect to the medical situation. And then they start finding out about the lies. They, they go down to the local hospital and they see the hospital's empty. They check out some other people. They say, yeah, the hospitals are empty there, too. They check out around the world. They start hearing things like uh, the governor of New York. I don't want to mention his name. The governor of New York is, is going to be building um, COVID uh, camps for people that need to be separated from this horrible thing from society and put in a camp for, you know, you know let's just say a six-month period. And um, 
they can't get their mind around the, the, the ruthless, murderous intent of their governors and their mayors. That for a long time, these governors and mayors have harbored a hatred toward the, the, the country that they're in that has blessed them and a hatred of the people. Now, now I've, I've being around, having been around, you know, celebrities and people that made it in, in the, you know, the arts and things and having seen their attitudes, you know, since I was like a kid, you know, growing up with child actors and different people, you know, you, you see kind of how it shapes them. And, you know, every single one I knew growing up developed an absolute hatred and disdain for their, for their fans. And I think this is, you know, I've tested this theory so much because I didn't understand when I was a child why they would feel so arrogant or so above or so, you know, the, li- literally treating them like little people, like, like insignificant nothings. Like, you have no right to talk to me. That kind of thing. And then when they're adults... They're doing the same thing. They, they completely hate the fans because, see, the fans are making them have to go to work, which they feel they're above because they relate more to the idle wealthy, you know, the, the New World Order guys, you know, the guys with the yachts and the planes and the, you know, and uh, the gravitas, shall we put it that way. And they don't feel they owe an explanation to, you know, they, they feel it's, beneath them to be in fan magazines and gossip articles. And they just, you know, they, and then, of course, politically, they become uh, pretty much aligned with, um, you know, the, the plans for globalism, the plans for, for, you know, obviously the national destruction of the United States. Um, because that's, uh, you know, and then of course, if you're taking the American left, I have to say left here, but that I'm using that as a noun, not as a pejorative, not as a, uh, you know, not as a a, 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 a mode of description. So if you take, you know, the 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 American left, you know, they, you know, have to be in control, have to be in charge. In fact, they've my whole life they've they've run the show. Doesn't matter whether they're elected in there or not, and that's just because they're backed with. You know, the, 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 there's a global force out there that wants a one world government and a one world, you know, they say socialism, but it's really a purge. What it is, 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 a, you know, a post human world, but, but one that's purged bit by bit by bit. And, uh, that they would manage the purging and the decline of, well, for example, what you may not know is in the third world right now, there's, Hundreds of millions of people starving to death from the lockdowns. In fact, we have Pakistan has the blackout right now. But we, they're literally people that we're trying to help there are dying in the streets as we're trying to help them. Food is just not getting there. You know, you're not getting into those mouths fast enough. And so they're dying. And or trafficking, you know, this is where trafficking comes in. The children get trafficked because of economic conditions, which are created artificially by the globalists. And these are guys that, that I, I wish I could do a movie of all this because it would be so easy to show. Now, these are guys that if you, you know, if you go to, um, say, Davos or you go to, uh, you know, any of these groups, the G20, uh, any of their meetings around the world, you can see that they are these um, very elite, very, um, you know, idle wealthy uh, 
um, leaders. And they look at people as cattle, you know, and and at the very least as chattel, meaning slaves. And it's more of a question of management, like you manage your farm, you manage the populations, you manage your, you know, your resources. So they have meetings about sustainable resources and management and human population and depopulation. And uh, they, they tend to keep their spirituality out of the news. And so they appear to be as secular, not believing in anything, kind of, you know, except for their, their wealth, which is the world. They own the world. They own all the, you know, the banks and they own the, um, all the businesses by, by extension of financing. They actually have control of, well, as you can see here from the lockdowns, people have asked me, they said, well, where does, where do they get, who's, who's doing the lockdown? Where does the lockdown come from? And it comes from these folks, you know, the, from, you know, Klaus Schwab and, you know, Gates. And you hear them, they're in the news. Those faces are available. But there's people behind the scenes, the big financiers and all that. There's a couple of them that control about, you know, about $100 trillion of assets. And uh, that means they control businesses. And if they tell them to lock down or to stand up or to do jumping jacks, they go ahead and do it. So they have these power lever, levers on that level. And yes, there are people that if, you, if, the, if the woke culture saw them, they go, hey, that's not fair. They're just all these old white men, you know, because there's Arabs in there too. But the point I'm trying to make is that, um, you know, and then the ones you don't see that have the advanced technology and are, are already, you know, in space, it would appear to us to be almost like alien uh, that's happened too, where there were breakaway civilizations a hundred million years ago, and I know this from you know from archaeology, from finding things like computer chips that are that old, that that would go in something you know that would be in some machine, something you know that was around, and obviously that's a breakaway civilization back then, isn't it? Because w- the history you have is kind of coming out of from caveman to. <laughs> you know, to these, you know, tribes, to, you know, everything very low tech, and then eventually an industrial revolution. Meanwhile, all that stuff and all that technology has been around forever before that. So now that becomes a little bit confusing. So I don't want to make it confusing, but it's, it's kind of like at this point, people start realizing that not just they've been had, but realizing that they've been owned, you know, owned. And uh, they start to realize as they awaken that um, the, the people that own them don't have their best interest at heart. And then they start being betrayed by their mayors and their governors. Unless they have, you know, there are people that have sold out to the system that whatever the governors do, they say, oh, thank you, governor. You know, thank you for locking us down. I know you have our best interest at heart, yada, yada, yada. And they're, they're not going to be any trouble. But people that start to notice there's corruption here and there's another agenda going on. And that they're, you know, and you know, and I guess the hardest part for them is to finally awaken enough to understand that they are the enemy, which they can't figure out because they just are peaceful people with trying to raise their kids and trying to, 
you know, yeah, you know, with all the problems that entails and, and, and have their jobs and, and have their pay their taxes and just try to live. Uh, the last thing in the world they were going to ever think is that they are the enemy for what? For what? What did they do wrong? And it's not what they did wrong, it's humanity, and really they, they're kind of like they've inherited the sins of the fathers. You know, you might, you might say. Um, they've inherited the sins of the fathers. And um, it's just that they're a human at a time where being a human is not really a good thing to be, you know? It's not personal. But they start to understand that they are the enemy. And that you know, the, 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 the only way this is going to go is if they cooperate. And they cooperate with what's going on. And that's at the local level, at the, at the political level, at all levels. And uh, then it'll go easier for them. Of course, this is tyranny and this is, you know, this is peak Orwell and this is the whole, you know, the whole thing that we've been warning about. I don't know, I think I've been... Ever since I was a little kid, I was always talking about this stuff. It's like I had a, an intuitive nature. I just knew there are these really bad guys at the top. I guess I was exposed to that when I was really young. And um, and what they are and how they are and how they behave and what they do and what their goals are. And, and right now, you can see some of them. You can glean some. Like We haven't talked about CERN in a long time. Well, they're behind that. They're trying to open up not just a, a bottomless pit. Of course, that, they would love to do that, but I mean, it's it's more. The, see, their sophistication in, in spiritual things is very low, almost retarded. They just know their masters out there, and if they do for their masters, they're going to get more more of what they want, which is power, eternal life. On their terms, expansion to to the stars, to whatever they want to be in this. Somehow in a realm they can understand this, which is, I guess, for them semi-understandable. And, uh, of course, if you really look deeply into it, it's not understandable, but that's fine. That's They want this, but they want to be masters of the universe. And if they sacrifice humanity, they're, they get, they're going to get what they want. So, you know, and that, that blends into the, uh, you know, the, the Kurzweilian, um, you know, singularity, which is one of the more hilarious, uh, you know, clown show kind of, um, aspirations that we've ever heard here. <laughs> but, you know, the guy did better when he was making keyboards, right? Remember the Kurzweil, uh, synth? Um, but be that as it may, you know, the, 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 the motives may have begun kind of innocently. But now as we get further into it, we start understanding what sacrifice humanity really means to get what they want. So, you know, the structure of it, and I, I don't want to get into pejorative terms here, but I'm going to have to, but I need you to, 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 to back up a little bit from the cliche. The word Nazi. Okay. No, no, no. Oh, no, please, not yet. The word Nazi is the word that describes, you know, where they came from, where they left off. See, the, the Nazis never really, you know, the Nazi thing, the Third Reich, to become the Fourth Reich and even the Fifth Reich in the very end, it never stopped um, at World War II. 
because these were the leaders of, for example, they were the liaison uh, to the whole UFO thing, and that's where they got a lot of the technology that they were they were about to unleash on the world, but then they were, you know obviously got stopped. But most of the um, people that are elites that see they're wearing a dual identity in front of you. You see them on on the news, but then secretly there's something else. And they even have Nazi uniforms. I'm serious. They have the whole thing that they wear to their secret meetings. And, you, you know, so when I say Nazi, I don't mean Nazi-like. I don't mean a style of Nazi versus, say, communism. I mean Nazi culture, literally. And um, they play different roles. Most of these people come from families for example, the Bush family, the Gates family, others uh, that um, created the, the you know that 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 thought Hitler was the thing and and you know made that all happen, uh, including our own uh, politicians who made you know Hitler a, a thing, a reality, and Hitler was doing exactly what they wanted, what the globalists wanted him to do, which was con- conquer the globe. And enter in, let's go back to that period, enter in what was called the final solution, which is eugenics. In other words, the the Nazis brought us eugenics. They were the ones that really pushed that. Then when they came here, the scientists came here with Operation Paperclip. They were bringing in, you know, the mind control and also the the human control. And uh, so when I say Nazi, I literally mean Nazi, meaning right from Adolf Hitler, et cetera, et cetera. To today, Klaus Schwab, you know, these guys, all coming almost from the same region that Hitler came from. And, you know, so they have the advanced technology, the portals to the stars. They have the AI, but that's been there for, you know, know, forever anyway. That's nothing new. Um, And they have their, again, their technology, which just blends in with all their rituals. I may have to... uh, Go ahead and uh, take a little break here. It's interesting, huh? I mean, it's interesting what, where I'm going with this because it's going to eventually, you know, you give you an idea. Of, you, you, you know, you may regret. Uh, Trish? Okay, I need to get some help here. I'll be right back.
I think I can get back into it now. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. That song uh, ties in with the same spirituality, the same issues. Um, but they never talk about their spirituality. And like, for example, you might have seen video at CERN of them dressed up in different, like, as quasi animals, different, you know, r- you know, sort of a, like a ritual dance little parade type of thing was going on, but it's really in the form of a ritual revolving around CERN. I don't know if you remember that. Do you remember that? I didn't study it that closely because I, you know, I, I said, yeah, that, that's, that's what they do. They have the ritual and the science is all blended together with their gods. And they listen to their gods and they want their gods to take them to the next level. Um, they also used public shaming uh, and you know, you know, you know, claims of racism and all these kinds of terms, which would be like, say, politically correct, yelling at people to to um, make them feel guilty and and bad, and then make them comply. And they say, well, this is this is fairness. Uh, you're being unfair, and they, they get all involved in all this kind of social politics. And um, but usually it, it's to shame vast amounts of people or to vilify one form or another. Say like in with the Nazis, it was obvious that it was the Jews that were that were the real problem. And now it would be you know white Christian males or something in America. They're the same exact tactics, um, or white people. And so you start to see how that you know. And the proof, of course, is look at the uh, the movie slate for this year for either uh, Netflix or any of that, and you see you start seeing anything but white and. Pretty soon it'll just be like, you'll say, but I don't believe these stories. It's, it's got to be kind of a blend of people. If you really want to be diverse, you would have a blend of people doing things because that's what stories are. But they're not doing that. They're using that as propaganda, which I'm against. Now, I prefer, you know, in film to be, to be honest, to be an honest storyteller. I don't like, you know, all, they're all rushed in. All the directors, everybody seems to be pushing this quote, diversity thing, but all this comes from a another political class of the elites elsewhere, not even on the same continent, who are insisting that, that you know, uh, America should never been here, it's racist, blah, 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 get rid of it. And so that's the ultimate goal of all the people that are pushing diversity today, get rid of it tomorrow. I mean, that and, and, you know, that programming is getting deeper and deeper and deeper with each passing day. And then I started wondering about the movie Revenues, because it looks like they're crushing all the movie theaters and they're going to make sure there's nothing for anyone, really. Just It's going to just be an empty, you know, which is part of Agenda 21, part of Agenda 2030, uh, to, to rewild the United States, to leave the United States for the elites as their playground in the future since they're going to have life extension technologies and they'll be able to live hundreds of years old. So the people around today that are, that are the lucky ones, they're going to be able to play in America like it was the early days before all the pollution and all the problems. I mean, this is the bill of goods they're sold. And we realize, of course, that, um, you know, the, the whole point is eventually they're going to be the target. But they, they, you can't tell them that because they're so arrogant at this point. It's, it's, you really can't. There's no such thing as logic. But, you know, they believe it. And so the whole, um, you know, psyop that they push about uh, inclusion and this and that and the other thing, and and I'm not saying they don't have a point. I'm saying, yeah, we should be totally inclusive, totally uh, diverse in everything. I've, I've always thought that. And I've acted so. 
You know what I mean? And most people I know are pretty reasonable. They're not, you know, they're not, uh, you know, into this sort of, you know, racism thing. You have to be kind of raised with that, I think. And, um, you know, most, most people are not. Now, when you say, when we want to talk about the racist policies of white privilege and all these other things, again, first, tr- let's trace it back to the think tanks and to the military industrial complex where these, these programs come from to pit people against each other, which is the whole point. Now, as far as the specifics, sure, there, there, there's d- discrepancies in race and this and that and unfairnesses everywhere that, that can, should be addressed. And then that's used, though, to create a division that's permanent until one class, one, one, one or the other dies. In other words, you know, uh, well, we'll get to the Trump thing later. First, let's do the Bush and Obama thing and, and, and leading to Trump and then to Biden. And I, I find it to be extremely obvious, okay, what's been happening from the beginning. I remember when I was a teenager, I warned about all this. And I just seem to be the, the guy that's been given the, 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 you know, the whole, like the whole map. It's like I have the whole map. Uh, and, and unfortunately, you being just regular folks out there, and, you know, I know, you know, the people that listen here, they're, they're black, they're white, they're, you know, they're, uh, European, some are in Asia, they're all over the place. And so, so they don't really fit any, like, stereotypical, uh, you know, thing that, say, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the, the mind shapers are trying to, force us all into these stereotypical thought patterns and um you know that that has to do with you know their control the whole thing has to do with control and if you don't obey them then there's cancel culture and of course there's a lot of people that um say now with the with the most very popular trump thing that's going on um and the hysteria revolving around that and then, you know, threatening people that they'll never work again and they should be punished. And really what they want to do is kill every single person that, uh, not that participated in, 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 the, in, the, in the, the biggest rally that anyone ever saw there. Not people that participate. That anyone with a mindset that is not controlled by them should be killed. Should be shamed and punished, of course, killed. It's not that you're for Trump. I know plenty of people against Trump that are, that are in the crosshairs. You know, meaning they don't like, uh, you know, I, I, there's quite a few people I know that just don't like what Trump has done and they feel Trump's made, and I'm kind of in that category too, I think you feel he's made too many mistakes to have gone on as president and that, you know, he was warned over and over and over again to, you know, to, to make the right decisions and, you know, unfortunately it, it didn't work out, but I mean, it's, you know, the guy, gosh, he gave it his best, and, you know, he's going to leave in shame, like, I guess, like a Richard Nixon. And, um, you know, my vote was that he would never, you know, that he would just go home in the first place and not become president. <laughs> that was my hope because I, I just saw how much pain that, you know, when I see a person being attacked and in so much pain, it's just not working out. You, you, you know, we had Bush, okay, one of the most corrupt regimes and the, one of the most corrupt families in the history of all the world. You saw the funeral for Bush, right? You saw that it was a giant spectacle and ritual, right? And then Barbara Bush and then, uh, 
you know, now we have, we're dealing with uh, Junior there with W and the rest of them. You know, their, their background is funding Hitler, right? So you understand they're still all part of the same club, the same, you know, the Russell Trust, the, the Lucis Trust, the, right, the UN, the whole, the whole New World Order that Pappy Bush was talking about, about this uh, great New World Order that would be so wonderful if it could happen. And that was their dream. And they've been preparing for a long time, you know, getting the approval of their gods to go ahead and do it, get it gathering all the money and all the power. So no matter what side, you know, so you know now, though, that Republicans and Democrats are, that's a bogus concept, the whole thing. Because you know that no matter who it is, someone else is making the someone else is doing the lockdowns. So that's not your government. Your government is someone you don't see. They see you, but you don't see them. They, they look at you through a one-way mirror because this is like, you know, one big simulacra. It's the Truman Show. You know, it's what I, we've been saying for forever here, trying to teach this. Because then maybe you can look beyond, and, and it goes to the spiritual realm, and you can look beyond the veils, and you can see that you're dealing with the uh, forces of old there. Right? You're dealing with the Nephilim. You're dealing with, right? You're dealing with certain forces that have, you know, they have the money, they have the power, they have everything. And there was a time they needed people. I mean, now that we brought up uh, human trafficking as a problem, you see, now they're um, not happy with that because a lot of their businesses and things that they do depend on human trafficking and drug trafficking and war trafficking and, and weapons of war and things like that. Those are the businesses that they're involved in, as well as being overlords of every single country on earth, every country. No country has voting. No country has, just like Mark Twain said, if, if, you know, if voting did any good, they wouldn't allow anyone to do it, right? They're not going to allow anyone to vote. You know, they, they run it. And so, okay, we get our minds around that. Okay, that's good. And you start to understand the, the depth of the beast system, the, 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 the gigantic nature of the beast. And who can make war with the beast? Nobody. And it's important to know that, though, that, you know, what's important at this point is to understand that, you know, yes, you're in the crosshairs now. And it's almost as if, and, and I, that goes for, Republicans, Democrats, just people in general in the United States. A lot of the people that are kind of going along don't realize that they're also going to be, you know, they're also in the crosshairs. They don't realize it yet. And, uh, but they, but they will realize it at, at some point. And, and it may do, be too late at that point. And, and too late relative to what? I, you know, what can be gained here, uh, with, with this last, um, you know, debacle with finding out that, you know, you're, they, they actually cheated right in front of everyone. And the media and everyone said, so what? It's the right thing to do. And, um, so at that point, you know, you know, there's no, there's no, there's nothing here. You're just here on your own. And, uh, that's a hard thing for people to swallow. This is nothing new. It's been like this since for, since the 1800s, at least, or maybe before that. It's been like this almost from the beginning. It's been prearranged. It's been preordained. It's been owned 
And the people here have had their generations. They've been controlled to have, you know, the Industrial Revolution. Remember when Tesla came up with, like, free energy, they had to get rid of it. It was like, no, no, it's not time for that in the script yet. We haven't scripted that yet. They're letting Elon Musk make his batteries now. Okay, go ahead, Elon. And that's where the power comes from. And so these mayors and these governors and the lockdown all comes from these people that you don't, you, you know, some of the faces that are in the news and, and on People Magazine and stuff, but you don't know the real depth of it and know who they really are. Nobody knows, you know, there's a, there's a whole non-human component too of who they are. So there they are. And I, I always liken them to be on the moon and, uh, you know, to have their, their buildings on the moon where they have a council. And the council decides what's going to go on on the earth. And they're on the moon. Now, I don't know whether that's a, you know, that vision was a, I can't verify it's completely real, but the city that they were in, the building they were in, is all crystal. No windows, no need for windows. It's just all crystalline. Perfect temperature. You know, and these people come sort of walk around in robes. And they, they look, you know, kind of alien, but human too. Strange, Right. They call themselves the council. And I thought to myself, well, you guys, this must be pretty evil if, if the, your council is deciding what wars to have and who's going to be in a depression and, you know, people getting murdered at the Capitol and this and that, you know, it just mayhem and sorrow and, and upset and shame and, and people feeling really bad about themselves and bad about their country, bad about their world. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, if, if that's what you're, you're managing, you must not be, you must be kind of evil. So when you wake up to all that, now let's get to, we had Bush, we had 9-11, okay. So let me run through the, this, this real interesting scenario. We have Bush to Biden. And so the real um, coup d'etat, you know, even though... It's not, it's a faux coup d'etat, but I'll say a lot of thinkers, a lot of writers have put the real coup d'etat at 9-11. And that's really what divided the country, right? If you believe 9-11 was an inside job, then you ended up being some kind of like a right-wing wacko. Even though there was a lot of left that were writing about it at the time, they got shamed into being silent. Okay, but that got divided. They didn't want you thinking about that. And I suppose another coup d'etat would be Kennedy. Because Kennedy warned about all this, and then they, then they killed him. You know? So you go, oh, what was he warning about? Oh, this. Okay. And then, of course, they wanted to call that conspiracy theory to stop people from finding out that beyond left and right is the real issue. It's not left or right. It's top down. You're the slave, they're the master, period. If there is no left or right, you don't have a choice. And, um, you know, and people are starting to realize that, I mean, maybe too late, really, in a way, but the challenge that you're going to have here is, number one, to accept the way things are and the way they have always been and the way you've, all, you've always rejected that. You've always, you've always been in delusion about that. You've always thought, oh, it can't be that bad. Everybody has. <laughs> How could you go on if you didn't? 
Okay. So, and they go, well, see, I know all this. Well, you don't really know it until you know it deeply. I've known all this intellectually forever, but the last few months since the COVID attack, I have really gotten deeper into it. I've seen much more the depths of how far this goes. And I can tell you, you can't fight it. Nobody can fight it with information or an info war. That's ridiculous. There is no info. The only thing that will defeat it is, it's really not you defeat, it's really you. Uh, the only way you can accomplish anything is to, to be rescued by God, really, is what it ends up being. You're not going to change them. So when you start to see it as a top ten, and you know the attitudes, you know that you know they're involved in Satanism and ritual and covens, and you know they they have uh, had control of this place for forever. The beast and and the beast and the whore of Babylon and the warlocks and the wizards, and you know they've they've run the show. I'm going to have to take another break here. I'm trying, you guys. I suppose what I could do is from now on. If there is an now on, I could uh, just do it on the phone. No. And how about no, another one of these, please? Too close. So, so we had Bush, and Bush is 9-11. Okay, that's the, and I believe that was a cover-up, and I believe that uh, all those guys, Neocon, all these people, they're all involved in it because they thought that would give them the... Uh, you know, the, the beginning of the lockdown of the United States, of the real lockdown, you know, Homeland Security, uh, TSA at the airport, you start to see, you know, they called it uh, Homeland, Deutschland, you know, Nazi, Deutschland security, Homeland security. And it started really, you know, getting the ball rolling. And then with Obama, you know, he had, you know, kind of things slowed down a bit, but what Obama was involved in was building out the, uh, the backbone of the internet and the backbone of this uh, new world order view, if you will, this this tracking of each person through Obamacare or through other things. AI was also built out under Obama. You know, their AI, which is not to be confused with the AI. And um, so that was, uh, you know, setting up for the final showdown. In other words, after Obama would have been Hillary... And that was all about, you know, fighting people that objected to the New World Order and culling them from our society, okay? Um, they really just were interested in working with people that had a hatred of, you know, hatred of America and wanted to bankrupt this place. I think one of the reasons that uh, finally the COVID thing came in is a big part of it is to uh, bankrupt the, uh, you know, people um, you know, to stop them from being able to have businesses and things. Otherwise, they would have just locked down regions that if there was an infection problem and let healthy people go to work, which is the mo which is simply common sense. It's not even, you know, wild medical theory. It's just basic con decency, morality, and common sense. Uh, instead, there was immorality and cruelty. And it's been very, very cruel to, to, to have watched what's happened to people. And um, God bless them. The people have been good sports about the whole thing. They've been uh, 
toughened up and they've they've pulled together with their families and they've believed their governors and their mayors and their and they've 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 given them praises. They say, "No, it's not easy, Governor, Mr. Mayor. I know it's hard, but uh, we have uh, we we've complied because we realize the only way to really get through this is to cooperate with you." And they believe through that cooperation, they're going to they're going to get through this. And if anyone objects, of course, then they have to be thrown into the Trump camp or something to be hauled off to the. You know, now now we're talking. Now it's getting really interesting, Nazi wise. Okay, so then in comes Trump and throws over the the chessboard and says, "I it's you know America great, you know and you know America first and nonsense of this new world order." So he he goes right up against him and he gets his ass kicked from a million different directions. In fact, it just ends up being in the end Trump versus the entire world. You know, they go, oh, he's so evil. Well, he's, you know, he's, people don't like that gruff New York personality and the thing. But there's plenty of, I mean, Cuomo's like that, too, filled with insults and things, but people are not picking on it. I'm not here to defend anyone. I'm here to say that through Trump, and, I mean, let's look at Trump as uh, the evil genius that, um, that fooled everybody, let's say and then help to bring the New World Order in even faster. That's a big theory on the Internet. Uh, there is no doubt that Trump was trying to, you know, get along with them, was trying to find a way to bring both sides together. And in so doing, wound up aiding and abetting. In fact, they were so desperate to get rid of him, they brought in all this stuff a lot earlier than they had planned which means that their timing is nothing. God's timing is everything. So, you know, in many ways, they got more than what they, where they thought they would be with Hillary already, <laughs> you know, in the sense that they're right, they're teeing up the, uh, the, the vaccines and the uh, Luciferes uh, and other things like that, you know, to give you a digital ID. And that really is what you do. You put serial numbers on things that you manufacture, to take credit for the manufacturing, to give you a serial number, and to give you a, um, you know, a mark, so that you could, you know, f- f- from your perspective, you can go eat and do things and whatnot, and you know, pretend you're free. And uh, but from their perspective, it's just like any businessman that's in business and has the the humans are slaves, so they're a commodity, right? Uh, remember old Jordan Maxwell? He said, you know, everyone has a Q-SIP number when they're born. Yeah, they have a, a, a commodity number. They, they are listed as a commodity. That is correct. And, uh, you, you know, this is uh, something that people are told otherwise. And they're shown movies and shown entertainment and given classes, you know, as they go through high school and college to show that they're individuals and they... You know, as long as they do it society's way, the way society is mapped out through the universities, uh, they can go far and they can achieve. And, you know, and now that's all been ripped away and people can, so, you know, that's, you know, yeah, the university system itself was another, you know, sort of almost uh, another new world order thing. You know, that, that whole idea of a university to, to, to start standardizing people and to mind control them. And, for example, you didn't learn a lot about uh, Tesla, just to take an example, did you, in college? Not really. 
you didn't learn a lot about um, you know any alternative of uh, versions of history. You were given a certain version of history and a certain education, and then mainly toward the end, as we got into these last few decades, education became about compliance and standardiza- standardization. You, you know, through especially through IT education, that um, and, and standardization of the world and the world system, that people wound up working for this codification and this this again this uh, you, you know stasis this sort of uh, states of, of understanding of of uh, of culture, which became um, you know a computer culture or an internet culture, a um, you know the, very much today you see with all the people out of work and things, the economy goes on because it's an internet. It's the, the, the people have been used to build out the internet for the elites, who intend to then kill off the people that built it once they're not useful anymore and go off and do their own thing and, and you know, have their adventure in space or whatever it is they want to do. Okay, so that's nothing new. And then along comes, you know, Trump where they, where they, they've been, you know, they started publishing articles about, you know, I've read some of them. I've been reading the articles of, of you know, all the, 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 the sort of, Mind control and all the tweets from people in the, the Hollywood and uh, politics and you know the so-called left, which I, I don't believe there's you know, left or right. There's programmed and non-programmed. You know, it almost seems that's really what it is. But uh, they all end up saying the same thing. It's so funny. I was reading about where um, they're prosecuting the people that broke into the Capitol and they're going to get them all and throw them away forever. You know, and every tweet underneath all in agreement we're we're talking about what a great country this is going to be what a wonderful country this is going to be once we once we purge them that they were on the verge of getting our democracy back and then i started you know like i mean i don't mean to gaslight anyone but i asked well what exactly did, did trump do that um what what did he, he said well he's a racist number one I said, and and when did he did he do something with policy or something like that or you know they they couldn't identify anything you know what I mean they just said oh you're you know and I said no I'm not a Trumpster I'm I'm definitely definitely been a, been hard on on his case because he's you know we will, look I'll, I'll dedicate another show to my feelings of him I'm really pretty pretty uh, pretty angry at the. Um, at, at not only just the way things turn out, but I'm, you know, I'm not that angry, though. I'm not, I was never really, you know, uh, it was just such a weird anomaly having him be president, looking back on it. But I didn't realize that I was supposed to, like, want to kill the guy or, or, or be excoriated. I'm like, I don't want to kill the guy. I put him in line with, you have Bush, you have Obama, you have Trump, and you have Biden, and I have different things to say about each one of them. But why can't I do that? Why am I not allowed to have my speech about each one of them? And, and the ethos, and the way I see it, is that Trump is actually an ethos now, meaning a, a culture, a way of life, a way of seeing. He actually is that. And um, I, I believe that the, they will continue with that, you know, uh, long after he's gone, wherever he goes. And... Um, 
they're going to continue to to you know to to you know the witch hut begins and what they did in france you know what i mean the guillotine it'll be something else but the guillotine for people that anyone that voted for trump or liked him or said something nice on a tweet or whatever they'll be rounded up you know they'll be that'll be the pursuit of the culture it'll it'll just be that will be there and then you start getting an idea when you start thinking about things like that you know concentration camps for for people that uh, had voted for trump or whatever they're, they're devising this right now as we speak and um, what you have to understand is you're looking into the face of just what's called evil. Don't try to understand it. There is no under- there's no reasoning with it. Once you become the spirit of, you know, yeah, get them, kill them all, you've, you've lost your soul and your humanity at that point. You're not human anymore. You're just irrational and a slave to, to the mind control. See, a lot of people that voted for Trump, they thought they were being free and within their rights to vote for whoever they wanted for. for. So they they wanted to vote for Trump. They didn't want really want to vote for um, Hillary. They didn't like Hillary. And they didn't want, you know, open borders, let's say. They wanted to have better better economy and things like that. So they So they made a rational decision. They voted for Trump, not because of his bluster and bravado which can be you know irritating to some people but because they felt it would be a better choice and they thought you know god bless them they thought they were free they they didn't think they were doing anything wrong and then of course then you see them all getting fired and you know it's like they woke up realizing that they're the enemy they they didn't when they made their decision it was an innocent decision they thought they were free to make a decision either a or b and that was up to them because the free people, it's up to you. They, they had no idea that they were not supposed to vote for Trump or not, you know, or you know, they had no idea that that was illegal. They had no idea that that would lead to, you know, job losses and everywhere. It's in every corporation, <clears throat> not just the beautiful people of Hollywood. They had no idea. You know, they thought they, that they thought this was America. They had a choice. Voting day came up. And they voted. And the most unlikely thing happened, he won. But now, in retrospect, what they want to do, and this is your average people, your neighbors, you know, just just normal people out there, they actually want to round up people and cleanse them, meaning kill them, uh, from America. Now, you can't get people to that level of irrationality unless it's a heavy-duty PSYOP. I mean, it, it, it is a heavy-duty propaganda that they repeat over and over. And who's doing it? The Mockingbird media, obviously, and big tech together are repeating and repeating and repeating and repeating and repeating the same litany of, uh, of their facts, whatever they are, over and over. And the people are spe- speaking them back now, like parrots. And they all say the same thing. Every one of them says the same thing. It's funny. And uh, and then there's people, too, that voted for Hillary that realize that uh, they don't want to be in the Mockingbird media or listener. They want to get, they were more like, um, the people that I know, the people I like, they were more kind of inclined toward, I guess you'd call it center left, although I hate these terms. 
And, the, you know, it used to be people like, you know, there were people out there like Seymour Hirsch and, you know, a number, a number of writers and, 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 and people that were uncovering the evil that goes on in government and the evil that went on in 9-11. Because, now, let me give you another interesting example. 9-11, uh, if you didn't believe that that just happened by the, by, by the story that they confabulated and gave out, if you believed anything else, you were some kind of crazy, not some crazy person, some, some real crazy person. If you believed that somehow there was a conspiracy that was beyond a few, um, you know, inexperienced pilots, you know, terrorists, you know, Arabs, whatever, you know, you were, you were um, considered to be completely, you, you know, evil. And that Bush even suggested rounding people like that up. Now, back in those days, it was, <clears throat> and I, again, strike left after you hear it, but it was the, you know, a lot of leftists that were looking into Bush and that 9-11 and also the uh, wars in Iraq, the biggest uh, voices were coming from liberals against, and I guess mine was a big voice because I was not big, you know, people-wise, but big in terms of um, priority here, like with the Zephyr Report, I was very much anti-Bush and anti-war in Iraq, and you know we, we were covering all that. And you know the, the the funny thing is, is we were in complete concert with leftists. Now it's gone all the way the other way, and the leftists the back then were anti-war in Iraq, anti. Um, you know, they're, they're anti uh, the war against Palestine, you know, in Israel. They're anti uh, 9-11. They wanted 9-11 truth, a lot of them, you know. And so there was an interesting kind of, con, you know, people, it was bringing people together from all over the political spectrum who understood that these buildings couldn't just collapse on their own. And they did the, the, some minor physics research. And when they researched it even a little bit, they understood that it was all a hoax and it was, you know, and and then they understood that they were then in the crosshairs of the mainstream news media that they used to be friends with. Um, these people, as far as I know, um, once they got with the truth, they didn't go. They didn't. They got away from left versus right. And and th that's one of the big problems is that. The media and people that believe in left versus right, they, they, they got divided so they could be conquered. And if you want to look at one of the big failures of America, it's that America failed to look at facts and the truth, but rather preferred political rancor and propaganda. And, and I don't blame them. I, I know it's nicer to hear, you know, have a universe that's created and have it be consistent every day, you know, that's, that's reinforced by the media and everywhere else in TV shows and commercials that, yes, you're in reality and this is your reality and it's solid. And anyone that tries to interrupt it, those bad people out there, they need to be gotten rid of so we can keep this placid little reality going, which is um, clown show. So along comes, you know, Trump upsets the apple cart in a certain way, but in another way, accelerates, you know, lights a fire under them. And then now we have the specter of Biden, who says, you know, a guy that gets elected by saying, 
and and again, no, no one believes he got elected, you know, fairly. It was obviously they they dropped in ballots. They did they did what they always do, but they did it so big that they got caught again and again and again and again and again. And then those votes were not allowed. In other words, you saw the real new world. You saw the real power. Right in front of your face, they wouldn't count the votes. Right in front of your face, the Supreme Court refused to listen. You know, that, that was it. This guy is persona non grata, and he has no rights. And you have no rights. So they disenfranchised, you know, about 80 million people, you know, with that. And then, and then seating Biden after their, you know, sort of false flag entry into the Capitol building to prove how awful and oh terrible and no mention of any riots and burning down buildings or anything else in the past, just that. And then in comes Biden. And he goes, I'm going to raise your taxes. And the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to have 100 days of mask wearing and then we're going to have a nationwide lockdown, he says. Just getting started with COVID. And then mandatory vaccines, but you still have to be locked down. So that, and then you wonder, well, how will those people eat? Well, the government will provide their meals. What's really going on? They're doing the same thing they did in Nazi Germany. It's the same thing they did in, uh, you know, Bolshevik Russia. The same thing they did in the People's Republic of China. Right? They're going to divide people into groups and then they're going to kill them. So. You go, well, can't God turn around? It's like, well, you know, that's another issue. If the Lord is meeting out judgment for America, for America's um, dereliction, then it would look something like this. What can people do? People can repent. You can look at yourself and I can look at myself and say, you know, we could do better, and we're 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 not the best. Try to try, try to be that good person. That you know, the, all the instructions, everything is there. You know, all the inspiration, and just decide. You know, look at this point, you can go screaming and yelling and screaming and yelling into, uh, you know, just lose your mind because this is so overwhelming, or you can accept what's happened. You know, you can accept the world that you live in. You can accept the fact that you need God every day, you know, to just to cope with it because you don't know when your kids are going to be hauled off or when you're going to be hauled off, spouses separated, you know, and, and for whatever reason, you could be on a list. Somewhere. You could be like a flaming, you know, America-hating, total globalist New World Order guy. And you'll be on a list, and you'll be hauled off. You go, me? What did I do? I was with you guys. I know. It's not fair. See, we're all in the same boat, and we all think pretty much the same. We all want to take care of our children. We want to. We want to. You know, we wanted to have a uh, a republic. Now, look at all the people that are willing that they hate Trump so much they want to get rid of him, who are willing to go ahead and cheat and go against the rule of law and the destruction of the country just so they can have their way. Now, what kind of people are those? They say, I want you to listen to me. We need fairness. We need decency. And then I would say to them, well, doesn't that mean you need decency and honesty in an election? And so they're not saying that. They're saying, well, the end justifies the means we get rid of Trump and then we can go back to decency again. 
No, I think there's been there's there's a been a big upset in the plans of the New World Order. I'm sorry, but now we're in a kind of a trajectory where they're exposed. Uh, the other thing happened with the human trafficking. I remember we were got this subject up and and running with the prayer group twenty on twenty, and human trafficking was front and center of the Trump administration. And then all of a sudden, it became politicized, and it's like, if you think there's human trafficking, then you're a white supremacist or something. Whereas human trafficking is, you know, people that are in the third world, and I know no one here knows anything about the third world, and that's because uh, they don't educate people anymore. But people in the third world who are dying of starvation are trafficking their kids for food. Right now, to survive. It used to be, in the past, Rich people from Hollywood, let's say, would be concerned about something like that. And they would, you know, they would advertise, wouldn't you, you know, take part in this charity or that charity to help these, these kids in the third world that are starving to death? No, no longer. They don't do that. And you know that. And that's where the Bible says, Hearts will wax cold. These hearts have waxed cold. There no longer is a concern about starving people in the world. And from the, the wealthy elites, they don't care about that. All they care about is hunting down people that you know, live in flyover country that may have voted for Trump and, 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 and punishing them and making sure that they have no life and that their children are, are, are killed and they're killed and the, the whole line is killed and kill, kill, kill. For the good of humanity, they don't understand that they've 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 been caught by a ruse. By it's a mind control meme that's caught them in their head, and they've gone more and more insane. The people that are, and again, you, you know, the very interesting thing I know about people that voted for Trump, and most most people are that they they thought they were free to do it. They didn't think there was something illegal about it. That's why they voted in the numbers that they did. Now they're being told that they're going to lose everything they have because of the choice they made. But they said, well, just two weeks ago, I was free. Yeah, well, you see, you never were. You're under the microscope. But now we changed the rules on you. You're a pariah now. And I tested this out with them. You know, I, I, I actually... You know, did my best to, 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 to find out, well, you know, what would it take to be, you, you know, to, to, to be redeemed in their world? And, it's, and it, 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 it would really take a re-education camp or something like that. It, the, 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 these lines are so deep now, and, and so, uh, you know, there's no going anywhere. Now, with some of us who have been, you know, like me, that I've commented on, in this Zaffir report, I've commented on one, two, three, four. I haven't commented much on Biden because there's not much to say. But you know, three elite going into four presidents, and I feel I've been pretty. I actually, I, we had some public prayer for for Obama, and I had uh, Bush too. And you know, I, had, I remember giving Bush the benefit of the doubt in the beginning, and in the year two thousand. 
And then after 9-11 and, you know, after a few things start adding up and then the, immediately the war in Iraq and, the, you know, bombing Afghanistan over and over. Same picture. Remember that? <laughs> I realized my eyes were opening on this and then doing the research on the, on the uh, you know, the Russell Trust and, and the uh, Skull and Bones and, you know, started understanding these lines go back to robber barons and back to the you know, back to the, the opium wars and back to, you know, England and royalty. And it's like, oh, my God. Even Obama goes back to royalty. So Trump must have some royal thing, too, or they maybe he wouldn't get in. I don't know. It's the, the hatred is just beyond belief. I, I know people that I know this, you know, a, a friend of mine, you know, producer Mike, he, he had to get rid of his TV because he said it's not so much that he likes Trump or doesn't like, he just can't stand to see someone being you know picked on every day every day all day long you know and how that keeps going and the all, all analogy i have is how they they picked on jesus you know give us barabbas and you know whipping and beating they took so much pleasure in beating a, a simple peaceful man you know that they just beat and beat and beat and beat and beat and beat it's just, it's amazing and he said, well, where did all that hatred come from? What is all this hatred? And uh, you know, we're just about getting, we're just about seeing it. You know, it's, it's, what's cool about today is you can almost see all the players. For example, you know, let's make some axiomatic statements too. Let's, let's bring some conclusions. Number one, there is, you know, the, the GOP, establishment, the Democrat establishment, they're one and the same. There's no difference between them. I mean, there might be some philosophical, unless you want to say, well, one wants to come to overthrown, the other wants to manage the decline. It's, it's hand in glove. You know, they're the same. They're, they work they're, you know, the same. The people in my lifetime, I mean, if I go back to Clinton and then I go back uh, all the way back to Nixon, and all that where they, they, he was rolled, you know what I mean, JFK. So we've never, in my lifetime, we have never had a um, uh, representation for us, the people. We didn't have it from, I'd say, JFK. And before that, yeah, JFK won the 1960 election, didn't he? And then before that, we had Eisenhower, correct? So, and then I was born in 1954. So uh, Eisenhower never had control of anything. Except he talked to the space aliens out at Edwards Air Force Base. I found that to be interesting. Uh, and uh, uh, people from Boeing were there. And, and I believe that uh, my grandfather may have been there. Because he was on the board of Boeing. So that's an interesting thought. I wish I had more info on that, but he's long dead. you know. So don't know. But anyway, all that's going on. Okay, so from Eisenhower... All the way through Biden, for a brief period, you know, we had some representation economically from Trump trying to undo these trade deals with China and trying to, you know, uh, get sanctions on different people and trying to make it a more of a, you know, bring manufacturing back, which people thought would never happen. There was a little bit of representation in that, you know, th th there was an attempt anyway. Now it's the whole idea for the future, given these four presidents, 
The whole idea for the future is for the people to become dependent on the government for, you know, for whatever, jobs, this, that, the other thing. And we'll be assigned, I, I believe, eventually, you know, what job they will do. And, um, and then, of course, no tolerance for any kind of troublemakers. This is the same rules they have in China. Troublemakers, dissidents, are there's no tolerance. They're just rounded up and disappeared. It's funny how people don't know that about China. They think in, in China you can you have free speech. No, if you exercise free speech in China, they can just round you up and throw you away, harvest your organs, whatever. Now, here, we've been living under this sort of illusion that we've been free and we have free speech. And now you see that they are saying, no, you don't and you never did. And they're just taking the platforms away and saying, you know, you're not welcome. But what they're really doing, you know, I mean, that, that, that sounds awful and that's like public shaming of people and whatever. But what they're really doing is they're really uh, shaping the attitudes and, and, and ways of people along the lines of the Chinese model. That's what uh, Apple is doing. That's what, uh, you know, Google is doing and, you know, Twitter and Facebook. That, that's, what, that's what they're about at this point is to prepare people here and in Europe and elsewhere for this new order, this new global order where there will be things that have to be tolerated for example, you know, let's say they worship Satan or the beast or Lucifer. That has to be accepted by the people. So people are not ready for that yet. But I mean, that's it's kind of leading to that to that point. And uh, the, the the educational system is it, it. They didn't forget about it. They have infiltrated long ago. Not infiltrated. They took it over overtly uh, to to prepare kids and people again to to shape. Attitudes, morals, mores, uh, and so forth for this new order based on, and the people are told this is fairness, equality, uh, ending of systemic racism, and it's the right thing to do. And so, you know, you better obey or you'll be called, you know, racist, this, that, the other thing, and we call all these names. If you don't go along with us, these corporate giants who do not have your best interest at heart. Okay, so given given everything we know of what's happened, and of course you have you know, the specter of Biden going in there with um, uh, really the appointments he's made are really to continue the Obama presidency. Let's say to continue the 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 the, the march to. What I would call not—it's not exactly global communism. That's really not. It's a global kind of um, global socialist Nazi kind of thing. I, I, I hate to explain. You may start seeing the uniforms coming back <laughs> eventually, and the very people that hate Nazis and hate inequality and march in the streets for for racial justice—they'll be wearing those uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they'll be the honchos of the new regime. And so, it, and I've watched this thing turn like that over, I've watched it over the decades turn where liberals became conservatives and conservatives became liberals 
without switching their position. They just they just kept playing it back and forth. That's why I say I've got to get get out of that. Of course, there's another thing that happened during the Trump administration. That's this advent of in 2017 of this QAnon, uh, you know, thing that I, you know, I basically it was there in 2017. Everyone was all the rage back then, and I looked at it and I, you know, rejected it because it just didn't have any any basis in reality. So I just, and then everyone kept trying to. Everyone, a lot of people tried to convince me that was not true. And to this day, uh, they've never borne out to be true. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a weird thing, though. Because apparently, uh, my voice, apparently, apparently, there was a QAnon aspect to this uh, so-called insurrection at the Capitol. And I think... From my recollection, what was supposed to happen there is people were supposed to march over to the Capitol. Actually, you know, I thought it was a bad idea from the beginning. I really did. Because at that point, I mean, I never thought that uh, a guy like Pence would ever reject electors and put in the one. I I never thought that anyone would would do anything. I, I thought... This is what they're going to do. They're going to seat Biden. I mean, that's you know, decisions been made. So, this whole thing that happened out there, and where the, you had these QAnon people working with BLM and some Antifa were there, bust in. I don't know how many, but they bought in bus after bus after bus of Antifa, and um, and they, you know, when they walked into the Capitol, the police actually moved the barricades out of the way to to let them in, and then you know to do whatever. And yes, there were there were you know Trump people inside the the building, and one one, one got shot and killed. And uh, then there's another aspect to it, a military aspect, where apparently Pelosi's computer laptop was taken by the so-called White Hats, according to a General McInerney, and they've got stuff on her now. So she's trying to get the impeachment done, like tomorrow, literally. You know, to prevent any of that information from coming forward. So there's this, this huge, I mean, it's just, you, 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 there's no soap opera around anywhere that is as, you know, House of Cards was nothing like this. And it can only wind up bad. You know, I mean, the, the good news, if there is a silver lining here, they kind of taken their eye off the ball on COVID just briefly, but they're also talking about COVID concentration camps. And I think we said it here at the Zeff Report. Uh, you know, you guys that think you're going to get out of this in two weeks, you're wrong. It's they they love it. It's going to go on. And uh, now they got new strains coming in, and hospitals full, and video of bodies being hauled off in trucks. And it's 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 tough to watch this. Um, you know, I've had a lot more thoughts about. I've, you know, there there are things that I've seen. I'd, I would love to write a play, it's something that would be easy to produce or reproduce. About, you know, Trump's last days. Now I know, I know. There's a lot of you that that you know. I, I have a different point of view of of all this. I mean, do you want to know my point of view of it? 
My point of view is that history repeats. But I know you don't want to hear that. And, you know, people don't like hearing that. They don't want to hear my point of view. My point of view is Trump should have left a long time ago. and said, you know, fuck you. And uh, gone home, played with his grandchildren. I don't think there's, you know, unless there's some benefit to his becoming a martyr. I'm not sure there is. See, because what you're looking at now is you, we're getting steamrolled. So if we're all going to die, it might, you know, he doesn't have to die. You know, he didn't have to. I don't think he had a clue what was really involved in it. And I know a lot of people think it was a conspiracy. I don't think so, that he led people into the Capitol on purpose. I mean, that's going all over the Internet now. I'm like, oh, God. I. It's more like I, I think I understand what happened. And I'm not going to, you know, there's no point in my putting my point of view out there. I mean, I think I understand what happened. I just really think that, you know, I've been, when he locked down the country, I was sort of done with him. You know, I was, I hate to say it. But that's when I started letting you know that Biden would be uh, the choice. When the lockdown really kind of hurts us, you know what I mean? And, and it hurt me personally. I, I would love to show you a movie in a movie theater. But that's been taken away from us. And, and f- festivals and things we were looking forward to. It's all been made virtual. That's not the same thing as a going into a movie. So I, 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 have, a, I have a personal problem here. And that is, you know, that, that you know, a lot of people do for whatever their business is. And um, it'll be a challenge for the entrepreneur to, to, to make out in this next year or two. It's going to be a, uh, I think, a really tough with the specter of people being hauled off to camps and, you know, maybe you never see them again. It's hard to concentrate on a project or a book or any anything, even a podcast. It's hard to focus on that when there are such crimes going on, such, you know, the other thing I'm very worried about is I'm worried about, you know, mass death, mass killing. Uh, introducing a, you know, a killer weaponized virus that actually does kill. And kills, because I know the plan. The plan is for the United States is to get rid of, not, see, yeah, they always do the same thing. They want to get one side against the Trump, the Trumpsters, the Trumpeteers, and then they want to kill those people. They want to kill everybody. Left, right, Republican and Democrat. Okay? Especially the true believers. They want them dead first. That's the way they always have been. Who are they? They don't operate the same way. They're not, they don't believe the Truman Show. They're not programmed by it. You're just cattle. You're just a commodity. What do they want to do? They want to move people in to manage America, uh, rewild some of it, but they also want to bring the Chinese in to manage the, you know, the businesses and the things going on here. Kind of like, um, you know, taking the Jews into captivity and off to Babylon. And those homes and businesses were then reoccupied by foreigners. 
by local heathens, whatever, you know. And so there is a kind of a, a replacement going on, and that's what I spoke in 2004. That's the vision I had. I had that humans in America would be replaced. Now, what can turn that around? Well, I pleaded with the Lord. I actually do believe in God to where I, you know, that's my lifeline. That there's enough people here that are repenting and, and giving glory to God and understanding there's a creator, you know, that, that you know, that, that if there's going to be any redress or any kind of help, it can't come from fighting City Hall. It's not going to come from marching in the streets. It's going to come from, you know, I, although that may be part of it, I'm not, I'm not denying it, that that might be part of it, but I'm saying the main thing is is got to be some kind of fidelity with God because on matters of life and death, we need, I need to seek the Lord for answers and for peace. You hear I'm pretty much at peace today, but it's because I understand that I am, you know, I'm not, you know, being, being my age, you, you realize that everyone my age is in the crosshairs? Do you realize that um, it doesn't matter whether you're a, a communist or a, a Republican or a Democrat or a you know or a, a secular or nothing? It doesn't matter what you believe, whether you believe in God or angels or you know the fairy godmother. We're all targets at a certain age. They, there's that's right, and I knew this when. Pelosi came up with a with a statement, and I could hear in my I had a vision. Right then, I understood. She said, "Social Security is such a waste of time." No, I'm sorry, she didn't save time. She said, "Social Security is such a waste," and I I got drilled to my core. I was like, "Are you serious? Do you have any idea what that means?" Hint, it doesn't mean cutting off the old people from Social Security. It means cutting the old people off from breathing. So, how did she get so evil? How did anyone get so evil? How did they all become like, you know, Joseph Mengele? I I don't know. But it's the, the, you got to go in the spirit. It's the Nazi spirit, the Nazi vibe. That's the vibe today. That's the lockdowns, that's the mayors, that's the governors. Now we hear about Cuomo introducing um, COVID camps. So that, that's the first we heard of it. Now watch this one roll. And then people that are infected could be taken there. Mandatory vaccines, even though that doesn't end lockdowns and, and, and all this mayhem. Okay, so what are we really looking at? What we're really looking at is a eugenics, not just eugenics, but it's a culling operation. And they want the target, the main target in the world today is the United States. And not so much Europe, although Europe is going through a big lockdown now too. Not so much other countries. It's really the United States has to become the hub in a sense. And then, of course, there's always the focus on Israel, Jerusalem. And that's the old ancient focus. But I mean, that this, this is where it's starting to come down to. And if you look at the United States, it's the heart of, you know, capitalism, the heart of um, capital markets, you know, banks, 
stock markets, all that. It's kind of the hub of, um, uh, of the world, if you will. So how could you move in here and take over? You'd have to, you know, kill everyone. And then <laughs> after the, in the aftermath of the horrible pandemic, people, the Chinese came in and we became a one world peaceful, you know, government. Uh, just because that's what their plans are. See, they'll focus on five other countries. They'll focus on France and Spain and UK and, you know, uh, South America and other places, Canada, to make it look like it's equal, there's equanimity in it. And then, but then eventually it's like the United States. Why? Because they want it. Why? They want, this is their, their prize. This is it for winning the, uh, the war. Um, so those are my thoughts. I mean, as far as the, uh, the so-called insurrection, the sort of, you know, muddled, uh, whatever that was, watch the reactions, watch the over, the insane reactions to it. You have been banned for Twitter from, for life. You know, Michelle has ordered it. So I've, we've done it. Your life. You understand that? Life, you're gone for life. <laughs> um, it would be one thing if a lot of people died in that capital thing, you know what I mean? And they took over and set up a government in there, you know, like a revolutionaries or something. They weren't going to do that. That wasn't any even, there's no planning going on. It just, it was just a, uh, Basically, vandalism and um, you know some kind of a psyop plan to to make it look like Trump supporters charged the government, and therefore that forever they are the, the the bad guy, and the other people that burn the cities down, they're fine, they're perfect. Okay, so obviously it's so unacceptable on every level. The only way you can accept what's going on now is you have to go insane. And become one of them. And that doesn't mean supporting Joe Biden. Or, you know, the, the, the plan to rid ourselves of systemic racism by killing all white people. Or whatever it is. It's a change within you. And if the Lord has called you, then there's no way to change in that way. You see, ultimately, this is a spiritual battle. And if we're going to have to die, then we better die on our way home. To our creator, to the one who, who loved us first, to the one who made us. He says, okay, this is the end of the line for you. Okay, Lord, please bring me home without problem. I used to have a, a, a vision of, you know, a vision, a recurring dream kind of thing. Where we had a nuclear war. And the reason they don't want to have a nuclear war is because they don't want to damage all the infrastructure and then have to rebuild it. That There's a lot of infrastructure here that can be built on. That's why they don't want to have it. But anyway, there's a nuclear war and, you know, it, they, they were bombing the crap out of New Mexico. So, you know, it only takes a couple of their bombs to cover us all. 
And I saw the light, and I jumped in the light, and I was with the Lord instantly. The light itself from the nuclear bomb was the rapture. And I called it a nuclear rapture. Some of you might remember. Remember the nuclear rapture vision? And uh, it was lovely, you know, because it was over. I didn't have to worry about struggling or, you know, taxes or <laughs> health or nothing. It was over. Um, we made it. You know, we rode it to the end. At the end, they finally blew themselves up. When I say themselves, aren't we themselves? Aren't we humans ourselves? So if we blow up the United States with nukes from China, let's say, or wherever, aren't we blowing ourselves up? <laughs> Isn't this one big failure of man? No, when I began, I was the leftist. I was considered radical back in, even in 2000, 2001, too. And I feel like I've found my, I, I, I really, you know, I'm really pretty much anti-USA at this point. I am, I guess, pretty radical again, but it's, I haven't changed. It's just things are changing very quickly. Oh, in that I don't, <clears throat> you know, I have no, you know, I've kind of, you know, I, I wanted voting to matter and all that stuff. You know, I mean, and I've gone through my thing, but back when in 2002, I wasn't, you know, even, you know, basically it was like, you know, Bush is the big traitor and you guys are all nuts to go along with him. You know, I mean, this guy's a guy that's, he did you in on 2009-11. You know, I mean, you know, it, it, whether he, what he did or what they all did, it doesn't really matter. The fact that they knew about it and they, you know, participated in some way and the dirt's on his hands. I mean, I perceived that early on on day one. And, uh, you know, basically been the same thing. You know, just don't, we're not going to, I'm trying to, to, to apply Romans 13 that if you have, uh, you know, a government that's put there, but that's regulated by God, that's going to help restrain evil. That's, that's a thing in the government. But when you have the FBI, let's say, they're trying to, you know, rounding up anyone that had to do with Trump, but then letting, you know, uh, Antifa and BLM people that they round up in this sweep right now, right? Because, oh, they'll never sweep the riots or anything. This, they're going to let those people go, and they're going to they're going to try to put the Trump people into jail for twenty years, forever. Let's say forever. They'll probably be successful. Huge double standard. People just you can't keep going to work like this. You can't just get up and go have coffee. There is no country. There is no, um, what's to prevent them from, you know, stealing Social Security? What's to prevent, you know, what, what's to prevent them from stealing your 401k? There's nothing to prevent them from any evil thing now. There's no rule of law. We humans are the ones and I don't want to talk about politics anymore. I don't want. I only had to talk about politics because of this issue that happened. But in general, in general, it's a spiritual war. And the only way we win is in our own individual walk with Christ, and then becoming Christ, if we can, in this midst of this horror we're going through, 
to to try to be a you know a light unto others. You know, I help to help those people to understand what we're going through. That we keeping our eyes on Christ, we can make it. Uh, I don't see how people cope with a double standard. To be honest with you, I, you know, I, I really don't understand how they go day to day. You know, I don't understand. It's when it's right in your face, like the cheating. How people go? If you heard them talk lately, like that idiot Lindsey Graham and people like that, he goes. Joe Biden is the legitimate, uh, you, you know, he earned being the president. And everyone knows, everybody knows that's a sham. Everyone knows it's a lie. Everyone knows the whole thing's rigged. feel like Leonard Cohen here, right? Everybody knows the ship is sinking. Everybody knows the bad guys won. I wish they never had that last rally, to tell you the truth. I just... I know I'm just one voice in the middle of all of it, but I, I had a feeling that, you know, the way things are, you know, the way they use stuff to do two things. I just, I guess I feel like what's happened to me is I'm the same place I was in 2002. And I need to write about all these things in my own way, you know, not, not literally, but have it sewn in the truth into things so that people could get something out of it you know uh but i was really over the top i mean when i wrote glass backwards i was way over the top but it was really accurate it was very you know if you have a sick mind i suppose that's really cynical and pretty smart in a sense and understand what i'm writing about there which most people you know average reader wouldn't understand i'm just if you know what's going on you would Well, there's a there's an awakening going on, I think. I think people are awakening to the nightmare that it's what they thought all along. You know, they always knew there was something wrong. Now they know what it is. They always knew things just weren't right, and now they know what it is. But again, I will come back to Jesus, and I will say that I know there's a bunch of phony people that push Jesus, and believe me, I'm sorry for that. People say, Zeph, you're not reading enough scripture over the microphone. No, because, because I can't take this. This Christian culture is killing me. People's interpretation of the Bible is killing me. People claiming to be prophetic about this, that, and the other thing in politics and racehorsing. Why not? Everything. Uh, that's killing us. I can barely speak about anything. That's why I'm heading back to the pen. I can barely say anything anymore. And I don't have any recommendation for the future. I'm just like, you know, if you worship um, the politically correct, I don't think it's going to help you much at this point. But, I mean, you, you know, it's going to make you deluded and it's going to make you probably mentally ill in the end because you'll have this disparity within you this cross current if you try to be a big martyr well they'll love that for now they'll just haul you off and martyr your ass what's happening with me is I just feel like detached 
you know, I don't really feel attached to this country. I don't really feel, you know, I'm like, I was looking at Portugal. Got a sweet little place there I might want to move to. You know, kind of try to live out the rest of my days in peace. Have a little, uh, you know, coffee down by the seashore. You know, I looked at it with the idea that, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't really, you know, look, there's no reason for me to be some kind of politico. I'm not. For example, I'm not for Trump right now. I'm not for Biden. I'm not for the Congress. I'm not for the Senate. I, I did like the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, but that's got nothing to do with anything. So I'm out on my own. I don't feel a sense of purpose in this godforsaken place. I have pleaded to the Lord to give America a break because there were a, a good strong remnant here. It's not all wickedness and, you know, but the Lord's going to give out. what he, I can't make the Lord do what I want him to do. He's going to do what he does. So I don't know where this is going to head. You know, I, I just know that they have nefarious plans to use this COVID, you know, uh, undercover, right? COVID cover to do the kind of Nazi thing of concentration camps, death camps. Death camps. Everything I do is prophetic when I write and do songs. We did a song called Freedom. And it is exactly what's going on now. It, it envisions the gun confiscation. Tanks, the UN, the whole bit coming into America. Well, who's going to stop it? We have more guns in circulation here than any other place on earth. But, but are people going to hand them over? You just spend, you know, two grand on an AR-15, you're going to hand it over? I don't know what people are going to do. I, I don't know even if there really are patriots. I mean, it seems to me like a patriot today is somebody that has this belief. And it's almost like you have to overthrow the government to be a patriot. I mean, it, it, it's all a, a miss. And I think the only way that I can make it through this is to put my faith in the Lord and, that, and just have him guide me through it because I, I don't understand. I do understand that there are ancient plans. Oh, yes. I do understand that there's ancient reasons for all of this. I do understand that it's coming to a head. Some people say the end times. I do like this date 2025 as the end. Could be. But also I see a beginning after the end. Beginning of peace, yeah. Purging of all the evil. But I've never seen as much evil as I've seen today. I mean, collective evil. Right in your face. I mean, you know, you saw those little guys driving the trucks with the ballots? Them too? A2 Brute? Pence. Starring 
in Julius Caesar as Brutus. But wait, Pence, you've got a lot of other guys in there too. Lindsey Graham sticking a knife in everybody. And a lot of all this has just been one big cyber war. But to see, you know, to see somebody ban Trump and they go, we amended that, we ban him for life now. What kindergarten class am I in? This is a kindergarten. No, but I understand the spiritual war. I understand it's the spirit clashing. They just don't want that spirit, whatever that is. That attitude that they have toward Trump shows me that Trump is not really on their page spiritually. You know, I know a lot of people don't believe that, uh, and uh, that's fine. I'll end up being right, and you'll be wrong, but it'll take 10 years to prove that. So, bye. Well, it's finally time to say something about QAnon. QAnon is... Oh, yeah. But then, didn't I say that in 2017? Everybody left. The, no one listened to me anymore. They all left. I haven't paid attention to it since because there's been no reason to. I know people keep pushing me and they say, watch your broadcast. Okay, I'll put, let, me give you, let me give you some hope that this speaker might say something you'll like. If it goes to the emergency broadcast system and Trump says we're under siege by the, 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 the globalist elites and they're bringing their forces and their armies here, so I've declared martial law and I've rounded up Pelosi and all the rest of them, whoever opposed me, and we're going to get America back. If I see something like that, I'm gonna, I, I, I'll say, and I have to see a follow-through, but if I see something going like that, I'm sure... I, Sure, he's not going to mention it. And if that's a QAnon thing, I'll say, cool. I was wrong for four, for five years. Four years. I must have been deluded. But so far, I haven't seen that emergency broadcast system kick in, brother. Hey, what's going to happen, my friend, if that thing doesn't kick in? You still going to be hanging with you? Where Trump takes over the emergency airwaves? Have you heard this? Where he takes over the emergency He says, look, I've got Pelosi's computer, Wiener's laptop, all the, Hunter Biden. i got enough to hang them all. Now, we're going to cut off your food, your supplies for a while because we're going dark because it's a big war. But afterwards, we're going to come out victorious. Are you with me? Yay! You know, I mean, if I saw something like that, my God, that would get my attention. That would get my attention, folks. Sorry about my um, raspy throat. Just uh, It'll be cleared up next time. No, I did, people say, did you leave Facebook? Uh, yes, I left Facebook um, because they are kicking people off Facebook that uh, 
I, I you know, for it's because it's a propaganda site. It's not even about left wing propaganda. It's about what's politically correct at the time because it keeps shifting. So no, I don't want. Um, I can't support someone that hurts my friends and. You know, it, it, you know, you know. I, 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 I am for free speech. So Facebook, Twitter, Google, all that would be out. You know, YouTube out. They labeled all my, you know, broadcasts on YouTube as you know, like hate speech. And all that. Well, what do you, what do you mean? I'm talking about uh, what? Because I say something about the world order, trying to implement a world order. Yes, that's hate speech. So I don't, you know, they don't, I mean, as long as you behave, they'll, you can be on YouTube. I mean, you have to do videos, I guess, of, you know, I know people that are surfers and they're, they're just fine. They're kind of like, I would say they're my liberal friends. They're, um, you know, into environment and environmental issues and surfing and man, oh man, I used to be one of them. I'd, I'd love to surf again if it's possible. I would love to surf and just surf my way into oblivion. That's what I'm trying to tell you, folks. Listen, get your mind out of the politics and go do whatever it is you got to do. You want to paint? You want to sing? I just mastered a record for Repulsar. <laughs> the lead singer guy and I became friends, and he's totally like, we're on complete, you know, not opposites because my, my views are always... Always evolving, moving, changing. Not the big stuff, you know, God and creation and, you know, just beholding the Lord. But, you know, the political landscape keeps changing on its own. And I realized that this guy and I were basically on the exact same page not that long ago. And, um, and then there's the Trump thing. He thinks Trump is going to launch a coup against... I guess he's right. If, if if you listen to QAnon, he would be trying to launch a coup. But I'm not into... I can't go... I, I just said... I... My vote for... You you heard me. I said that, you know, this this is... You know, this is just not working out. This, you know, I, I, I didn't like seeing what happened to our press and what happened this beating up of Trump every day in the press and all. I just thought he should go home. He's not one of them. He's not a pro. He's like a civilian that got into some game that was just really, it's really dirty. I mean, I, I, I just don't think the guy, I don't think the whole family knew how dirty the whole thing was. Well, everyone knows now, it's it's basically, these are people that, that they they don't care what they have to do to win. They just want to win. They don't care if they have to cheat, kill people. Doesn't even matter. It, it's a it's a it's a machine. It's it just look. If you want to walk with the Lord, I don't. I, I'd say don't get involved in it. It's not. You're not going to make any. You get involved in politics, it will change you. You won't change it. And what's my view about the so-called what insurrection? There was no insurrection. The people got uh, they 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 raided the some people, not the millions of them. If there was a million, or I don't even know how many there were, but they went into the Capitol building, and a couple got shot. Well, one got shot fatally, and then they were cleared out. 
it just, you know, did up, did up. And, and so to me, it wasn't any kind of war or anything. So I, you know, it, 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 I've seen so many things burning Seattle, burning this, burning, you know, blowing things up, fireworks at police, you know, all kinds of things. So I, th- this wasn't any big deal compared to that. So I didn't pay much attention to it. But apparently, the reactions I saw were just, that was the story, the reactions. I've now been because it doesn't have any rationality to it. There was no rationale for the reactions of people. So I've been wondering ever since what what the hell happened there, or were were these people all waiting to come out and take their masks off and go, "We really are evil," and you know the whole thing is rigged, and you know you have to accept it, or you'll be banned too. Can we get her in? Is there any way, Trish? Can we get the dog in, please, Dasha? In a little while, I go to pick up my groceries. I get the uh, preferred senior thing. I have to pick them up at Walmart because it's right here. But just, I, I I prefer this to to actually going in the store, not because I'm worried that much about any kind of disease, but just because uh, I just don't like the vibe in there. So they developed this thing where you can just park in your parking space. They fill the back. You don't get everything you want. They put it in the back of your car, and you go home. Now, I've actually enjoyed the lockdown. I mean, I, I, you know, I understand that people love, but see, for me, I work at home. My studio is here. I cut all the sound of our movie, Girl Next, here, and you'll be seeing Girl Next out there. I don't believe that Girl Next is politically incorrect. I think it's... Um, it's 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 uh wild and uh what i love about it is first of all everybody contribute you know what i mean it's like not no one person's vision and i love that but what i really love about it is that it's wild and unpredictable it's free it's like a free spirit. It's, it's very it'd be very re- refreshing no i know it's perverse with sex and drugs and you know you know, cold-blooded murder and all kinds of things. Mind control, that's right. You know who makes an appearance in there? I'm not going to say. <laughs> I can't say. But no, it's it's a breath of fresh air. If, if you're like me, and you search and search and search for movies on Netflix and Amazon, I don't care if, if you know what they're into. I just want my own. I want to see some movies now. Okay, I... I've had a hard time. And then when I get all the movies from the Academy and from SAG, and I look at those, it's like there's two or three out of the whole thing that I've got a 4K DVD player in my RV, and I I take those out there. So I have a little library, so I don't have to rely on, you know, I have my own stash. So those are free, free DVDs, right? So I'm like, cool. Nah, some of them only have a stereo mix, though. You know why they do that? Because most people watch those on their laptops. Best movie I've seen lately is Full Metal Jacket, redone, remastered in H- HDR. You know what HDR is? Let's talk about stories for a minute, because I feel like I'm making a transition to stories. Uh, 
The reason is because a lot of the ideas I have in my head right now about what we've gone through here, what we're going through, would lend themselves even better in stories. And I know that it takes a while to get movies launched, and so that's one form, but there's the novel, and then not that many people read. So I understand there's, you know, the challenges out there to get, but maybe a blog, something. I feel like going back to the written word. I've been looking at Wix, you know, making a blog at Wix, you know, Wix, and then getting a, a website, and uh, you know, I could archive podcasts there. But this long form podcast is, uh, you know, becoming obsolete. And the reason is because people get their sound now in twenty minutes here, twenty minutes there. So I either have to adapt to that or possibly go to a written word, maybe a combo of the two, like we have the very early Zephyr reports, where I'd have like a little greeting for you guys. I'd be able to. Well, today, I mean, I'm I'm talking because I guess I feel lonely, so I'm just stretching it out because I like to hang with you guys. Cause I've, I've otherwise I got no contact. I had to stay away for a while though because. Man, I just thought, you know, the news media and the way everyone's characterizing all this stuff, they're all, every one of them has become unhinged. All these people are completely, they want to hunt down people and kill them. And that's just, you know, in Nazi Germany it was the Jews, now it's, it's Trump people and they're all racist. Then you look at the Trump people and there's a lot of diversity there too. It's just people, you know, people. They're told, you have a right to vote, and then they're told, oh, you're not, because you voted for that, you can never work again. Now, that's unfair. And shaming people for their choices in a free society is um, obviously, uh, you know, showing a dictatorship, obviously showing totalitarianism, obviously unfair, So I'm kind of becoming a little bit of a recluse here because I I really um, have lots of things I want to express. But because of this atmosphere, I can't do it. It has to be done in a different way. The atmosphere is, it's it's very uh, binary and linear and... When I tell stories, I don't really think that way. I'm kind of here and there and, you know, looking at things. I I love to take on a character like a Bill Gates and have him be one of my characters I love. Then take on an anti-Bill Gates and then, you know, then take on, you know, a a black supremacist I would like to take on, you know, who who really wants to eventually kill all the white people and rule. I I want to explore these characters. I can't do it in this toxic political environment where you're not supposed to see anything. You're not supposed to say anything. You're supposed to be some kind of robot. They say, well, do you have political views anymore, Zev? I say, I don't have any political views. I, I, I have no idea. No, I don't intend, I'm not going to vote in a place where the votes don't count. Well, why should I? I am not uh, a Republican. No, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not. All the presidents I've given analysis to, 
what they've done right, what they've done wrong, even Obama. Obama was not that bad, though. Bush was the bad one. Clinton wasn't that bad. Although I gave all the secrets to the Chinese, I mean, that was bad. But I mean, I'm just saying, you know, relatively speaking, you know, Bush was a, a, a real problem. You know, you wouldn't have Homeland Security, and you wouldn't have the TSA at the airport, and probably all the surveillance and everything else uh, without Bush. And so criticizing Bush got you the term a left-wing radical back in those days. Isn't it funny how things evolve and change? I suppose they would call Alan Dershowitz now, who doesn't hate Trump. They would call him a white wing, you know, a, a white a, a white supremacist, because he doesn't repudiate uh, you know, Trump. But he doesn't give him a pass either. <clears throat> you know, like Geraldo, he doesn't give him a pass either. He he's like, oh, I just wish he would stop that and. Or no, he doesn't have a leg to stand on, and you know, overturning you know Biden's great victory. <laughs> but you know, all in all, I like Alan. You know, I mean, he's like people I grew up with. You know, that that's kind of like the, the he's kind of like the norm out there. He's, you know, I I don't know what's happened. I know that my daughter went through a woke thing at one point. You know, we talked about it. And, and she had this, you know, heavy dose of, like, white guilt at one point. And um, I said, well, what's the, what's it, what is it about? It, it's, it's, it was all about equality. And I said, well, we talked about it. I didn't give her any answers or anything. I didn't give her any conclusions. I just said, yeah. We, we have biases based on race. We do. I don't notice that much in New Mexico, mainly because I'm in a minority here. I've always been in a minority as white. To me, you know, it's funny because I've grown up around, you know, people that were, I guess, didn't look like me completely. I didn't look like them, but I mean, it. it like in music and stuff. I've been in bands where I'm the only white guy. And um, I don't know. I, I guess that's just me. I, I guess I am I must be different. Than, I, I don't think I'm without bias, though. I think I have biases. I think if you put um, children on the floor and uh, you, you put these uh, pervert males on the floor with them, you know, you know, and having them have erections around the kids and stuff, and having that okay, approved of by society, uh, I think I would draw the line there. That makes me an awful person, I know. I'm intolerant. Let the kids discover as they go. Don't, don't, for, those are rituals. We were forced in it when we were kids, and it's all about sexualizing the kids so they get groomed to service the adults early so they can climb the ladder of success, you know, where the other guy can't get ahead, they can. 
I know that's gross, but unfortunately, that's the way it is. What they want to do at this point is they want all that to go mainstream and everything to be okay and have, I know what they want. <laughs> you know what they want? Remember Stephen King's The Stand? Remember, remember Vegas? The home of the devil? That, that's what they want. Just basically everything in the open all the time and everything okay. What they don't understand is that entire motive comes from being up against something that they're rebelling against. Well, if there's nothing to rebel against, then it makes the point moot. But they don't think that far. Everything in Satanism is a reaction. And everything God is an action. And Satan is a reaction. I'm sorry. I didn't make that up. That's just the way it is. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But to say that's not the way it is, to threaten people with throwing them in, you know, loony bends, oh, that's next, too. It's not just going to be the rise of the the COVID centers. It's going to be the rise of the loony bends. (laughs) The first batch of people to go. Anybody that thinks there was cheating in the Biden election is off to the loony bit, and they shouldn't have guns. All right. That's about all I got to say. Uh, Thank you for being there. Anything to report, Trish, out there? Uh, From the... uh, Uh, National File has an article that they're 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 blaming blaming Trump on this is not flying because no it's not gonna it's it's they went too far yeah they started blaming people for like oh look at that moon right there Trish look at that sliver is that my friend is getting his eyes fixed. I think I'm going to have to do the same thing. You know, because... Well, if they can do an operation where I could just see. That's putting a lens on your eye. I don't know. I may not like that. You may not like that. Right. Okay. Well, folks, I really appreciate you guys have been there. You have to appreciate me, though, keeping my powder dry until I had something to say, right? Until I formulate. I don't know. It just went. Bizarre. But I held my powder dry until I had something to say. In other words, I'm not cluttering up the, you know, the podcast waves with just a bunch of drivel every day. Well, we're glad that you said something. Well, I'm trying. Look, I'm still counting on winning the five million. That means, hey, if if Trump will be our if the L Trumpster can can somehow uh, for four more years. if L Hefe come on Hefe if L hey, give me another one of these baby. if L Hefe can manage to do something like that that would be like you know Superman. Otherwise, this is just a joke. Nobody will ever vote again. Yeah, I I understand. I'm just more cynical, I guess. I wanted him to go home in the beginning, you know, because I had a feeling it was going to wind up like this. 
And I didn't want to see a guy go through all that. I mean, it's, I think it's really hurt him. He's been, you know, the, the main, I mean, didn't you feel like, you know, when, when Pence was, you know, he's, they're supposed to stand up for him. Didn't you feel like you're watching a new version of Julius Caesar? Wasn't that the same thing? It was. But what's it telling me? What, what do you need me to know about this? I think what it's telling me is something about the human regimes and human formations. I don't really feel... I feel a lot of this is, is, is you know, the Truman Show. So, it, I, so that's why I don't flip out. Because if I was, like, pure-hearted about it, I'd be going, wait a second, wait a second, no, wait, wait. You know, I'd be like that. I thought we were supposed to have the name. I'd become a crybaby. Not that I want to be so tough and cynical that I'm just like, tough guy, you know, bring it on. Yeah, it's all screwed. Bah humbug. You know, it's not like I want to be like that all day long either, but I think of a healthy blend of the two. Look, I'm not surprised by anything I've seen at all. And I'm not surprised to read Event 201, uh, the Rockefeller Papers from 10 years ago, uh, other papers about, you know, bringing in communism, uh, about how many people want to overthrow the United States that are in Congress and the Senate, about how many people want to overthrow the United States and the judiciary nationwide, about how many people in America hate America to death and want it dead. That doesn't surprise me in the least. Nothing new. You know, when I was a kid, when I was in six years old, the teacher took a survey of what our parents voted for, either Kennedy or Nixon. And he had to stand up and say it. And uh, I, don't, I didn't know what they voted for, actually. So I, I, what I stood up and I said, Kennedy, I like Kennedy. I said, as, as I was six years old. I said, I like Kennedy. I don't like Nixon. Why didn't I like Nixon? Because I felt there was something crafty, something dishonest in Nixon. I felt there was a, some kind of, I know the guy was a total womanizer. I know Kennedy was probably lied all the time. But there was something of an integrity in Kennedy that I didn't see in Nixon. Now that you're talking about a six-year-old here, my first impression, my gut impression as a child was I was more for Kennedy, and everyone liked Kennedy. He was very popular. And then Nixon eventually got his shot. Was I surprised that he had to go away in shame? No. But that made me think, well, maybe Nixon was more pure-hearted than I thought. Maybe this, I was just... uh, maybe he was. He was? I didn't like him in the beginning. He was like... He actually won the election, but went ahead and let uh, Kennedy do it because everybody liked him better. Remember that? Well, I was six. I was four. Four. I came... I remember I came downstairs and the house, I, there was like broken glass everywhere and people lying around on the floor and, you know, you know what I mean? Obviously, there was some wild party that went on at uh, my parents' had. And um, my brother and I came downstairs like there's uh, 
all we could see is just broken glass and and you know people you know, pulling their pants up and I'm like, oh my god, you know, you gotta be kidding me. And um, and it was all because um, their guy, what was it, Nixon? They won. I don't know who they wanted, but uh, they had a big party on election night. I don't care. Did Nixon make a difference in the world? Did Kennedy really? Did any president? How about back when I was really into it? Like back when Bill Clinton was there and I was making money off uh, day trading. I was day trading. I made tons of money when Clinton was there. No, I'd finally, I finally hit the wall like everybody else. The year chimed in, the year 2000, and um, and Bush won. And the next thing you know, there was like probably what's going to happen now. There's a complete, you know, collapse of the market of the tech market and the dot com. Remember, the dot coms were then called the dot bombs. Remember the dot bomb, and we we had a couple of them, and we went right down the tubes with them. But it was a lesson learned, you know. It's it's like you know the devil. The devil was the devil was you know letting us make money with Clinton. Then in came the reconciliation. You can't just be some greedy idiot and try to make money by gambling in the stock market. You, if you're going to be in, involved as an investor, you have to research. You've got to uh, you know, have a reason to invest in a company, and that reason you have to keep checking to see if that reason is still intact. And if it doesn't make any money, which most of them don't, then oh well, but that that was you were being you know a, a rational businessman or, or woman, and you were being a good steward because you were researching, you were checking, you like business, you like company formation, you think that companies are a good thing. I think private companies are a great thing, and if they are listed, so they let investors, you know, you know, get involved, it's great. But there's a lot of risk, and people need to know that. Most people lose money in the stock market. Well, one reason is they, they're not patient. So when things go south, what do they do? They sell. Right? When they probably should be buying. You know, but but you can't teach people that, so they should get it. they have no business being there. At the same time, I honor anybody's uh will or, or you know desire to make money it's, it's well what are you making money for well i want just because i want to i i, I accept that as a, a legitimate desire in the world today you, you make money because you want to not so that you can do this or that you just want to because you're a free person you decide that's what you want to do with your life you know maybe god's going to use you as an example maybe you'll give all that money away to somebody that needs it i don't know but I do know one thing. The world of uh, prophetica, the Jesus world out there online, everything that we kind of started with back in 2002, with all the fervor after 9-11, it seems that that world is, you got a lot of praying people, a lot of good people out there. But you've got a lot of, you know, I felt uncomfortable around people that would correct me and say, no, Zeph, this is the way it's going to be, not that way. And then after they've been wrong, they, they correct you on something else. So, well, when can I talk? Never. 
Okay, well, I guess this is broken. I got to get away. So to that end, uh, you know, I mean, that, that happens. It's, it's, um, you just got to make, maybe you need to make a decision what's more important, having friends or the truth. Sometimes they're not compatible. Sometimes they are. But there's been a lot of, um, you know, like the entire uh, kind of Christian end times conspiracy Trump thing. Trump divided that whole group to where they became, you know, anti-Trump and they they mainly showered hostility on Trump supporters. And then the Trump supporters didn't understand. I, I don't think they really, they fired back much, but I mean, they were going around saying, you know, this Trump guy is the Antichrist and all that. So now we're on to somebody else. Here's another funny thing. Somebody, and you know who you are out there if you're listening, found a a flyer inside a Bible that was in, in a church service. I think that was their parents' Bible, their brother or somebody in their family. Pulled out the flyer, and it was a, Joe Biden is the Antichrist, and he's going to take over. And he's going to bring in the mark of the beast. Right on the flyer, published well before there was any election. Don't you find that interesting? That just goes to show you people can have their different, but because Biden was so unlikely to be, you know, as the Antichrist. And they said, you know, who who is it that said, but he had a head wound, right? The beast, they'd have a head wound and he recovered. Um, you know, I don't have any candidate. Uh, you know, a lot of people thought Obama was the Antichrist, and they keep trying to find the Antichrist, and they never do. So I just think that uh, what what I look at are kingdoms moving around. What's the Lord doing? What's happening with all the demons and the UFOs? Are they coming in? Are they about ready to come in? Because that means something, too, prophetically. And I believe that that is happening right now. So the demonic aspect is very interesting. The UFO thing is very interesting. Will there be a chance to escape Allah the rapture with Jesus? And the answer is, um, I would hope so, but I don't know. If there is a way out of here right now with the Lord, for sure, because I know everything good comes from the Lord, I would hop on board and I'd sail away. All right? Come sail away. Sail away. Remember that? The, uh, was it Sticks? And then at one point they say it was a starship and they sailed to the stars. I think we all have a fantasy of sailing to the stars and escaping all, leaving all this behind. And, um, that's true for me too. I, uh, now that I've seen, how deep, I mean, I've seen it and seen it and seen it, but now I'm seeing a whole new level of it, how very, very, very deep to the root of a person the corruption can go, down to the very essence of a person. 
and and that they do things and say things. And I know they don't know what they say and they don't know what they do. They couldn't. It's not logical what they say and do, but they, they're doing it anyway. And the news man, someone showed me a meme by Carp Donk, Donkta. Donka? Carpe Donctum. And it was fantastic. You got to see it. It's about global communism coming in and the global communists controlling all the newspapers and all the movies and books and everything. Yes, well, if you see what's coming out of Hollywood now and, and the programming, there is a show on that I liked. And it's a it's a family show. It's it's not anything sophisticated or artsy. It was called Cobra Kai. It was about the, the the what happened to the Karate Kid and their family, and then the kids today, and what's happening and the Valley, and you know you know spinning off at ease. It's just a fun show. I'm told now, either Variety or the Hollywood Reporter slammed it as being a whitewash. All white people. It's the number one show. But see, they just had to try to ruin it. Now, when you look at some of the main characters from like the last season is, is a Hispanic kid named Miguel. The main guy that was the bad guy who was white back in the 80s, they brought him back. They, and they brought Ralph Macchio back. They'd have to bring these guys back to be able to have the show. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. But that critic wasn't going to give it anything. That was, oh, it's a whitewash. You can forget it. Again, propagandist. You see, the critics are propagandists. And they want to steer you away from the good stuff and have you watch what they deem politically correct. So there's a big fight for who controls the movie screens. Now with COVID, they're canceled. So they want to, they want to control your home screens, your TVs and your, your devices. Most people watch movies, they watch it on the iPad and on the laptop today. And uh, so, that, that okay. Um, but they're out there trying to, trying, to, trying to steer it. If something is very popular and it has any kind of value, I, mean, I think with um, Cobra Kai, there's a lot of broken families, a lot of alcoholics, a lot of this, that. Real tr- everyday troubles, you know. And... I think it was just too close to, to, to real life for that critic. You know, in other words, um, <laughs> you know, supporting a family, and that family would take in other kids that were had troubles. Anyway, there, there was a, a lot of, from what I saw, there were, Black kids, white kids, Hispanic kids, and Asian kids. And I'm like, well, is there... But apparently that wasn't enough. I guess that they had... The the adults should have been, but I can't imagine if you're going to do a, something on uh, The Karate Kid, uh, you know, today, which is what it is, you would have Ralph Macho. Why would you have someone else? Just because they were a darker color... He looks kind of medium to me. I don't know. He's not a white white complexion. The, the bad guy is a white complexion. But now he's trying to turn into a good guy. He's trying to, like, learn from his mistakes. 
which I think we all need to see, right? People learning from their mistakes, admitting they have a mistake, admitting you have a problem, and then working on it, learning from it, and, you know, you know all those kind of things. You know what it is? They're having normal, everyday struggles in this, in this Cobra Kai with the fantastic nature of karate fighting. But they're having everyday struggles and, you know, up and down and all around and fidelities and infidelities and all kinds of things, hurt feelings and for no reason. And they got to work all this stuff out to get along, to get along together, to have a community. That's what they don't like. They want you to, they want to tell you how to behave and then you do it. You don't need to discuss it or work through it or have your relationships. Everyone just has to be tethered to the state. Otherwise, they feel they don't have control and therefore you need to be dealt with. But the good news is I don't think they're going to make any difference. I, I, I would highly recommend that series to anybody of any age. The material I produce, no. It's, it's more of an adult nature. But that particular show is a family show. You know, and I'd say that uh, it um, it does make you think. It does make you want to try harder to be a human, and it does it, you it it does suck you into these dramas going on between these characters, and you do care about them. It's, yes, they got slammed as whitewashed. If you do the math, it's it's hard to. It's hard to do much to change the way it is because just from the nature of who was in it and who used to be in it and who's available today, you know, it's 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 uh, it is what it is. What's really sad? What's happened to? Uh, it used to be critics would, you know, go at the um, the substance of a piece and how well it was directed or how well it was acted or how you know how the sound was and how the lighting was. You know, they, they would, you know, and whether the story was relevant or not. I got a better one for this critic. Instead of just calling it a whitewash, why not ask the question, is the story relevant? Or how about an even better one? Why are people flocking to it? What is it in our culture, in our nature right now, that makes us want to cling on to something like that? What is it? You answer that, Mr. Critic, then you're doing your job. What is it that makes people want something that deals with families and problems and drugs and fights and, and you know, poverty and, uh, you know, what it means to be successful and blah, 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 the, the sins, etc. Why do people want that? Because it's showing them what we used to have here in this country. It's what they want. It's showing them the what happened after the 80s, you know, and how these families are struggling and these kids are struggling to find meaning in this life and they find it in karate and they need something to, to be able to bond and, and, and to be able to, uh, you know, work it out. They deal with racism. Every, every, every episode deals with racism. So why get rid of it? People watch that show because they want to feel connected to other people. And they want to feel like they have a chance to have a family and friends and uh, community themselves. Because we have a need for that as humans. 
That's why they watch it. Anyway, nothing you can do about it now. It's number one. It's going to stay there. It was number one last time, and I predict the next time they come up with an episode, unless we're all dead, it'll be number one again. But I don't know how far they're going to push this COVID thing, folks. I'll, I'll probably be back to talk to you before that. I don't know. I just, you know, wish they would get back to normal. I got lots of things I'd like to do, but can't do it right now because of that. And uh, it's 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 been very disconcerting. Yeah. Uh, let's pray that they stop with the whole COVID. Uh, crap. Globally, it's really hurting a lot of people. <laughs> Yesterday in uh, Pakistan, Violet was re- remarking that they, they've turned off the electricity now. Right. There. 200 million people without power. Well, they want to kill them. I know, but this is bad. They killed hundreds of millions in the third world from the lockdowns because our supply chains dried up and and so the suicides and the deaths from the lockdowns there is no covid down there you know in africa and wherever else people are dying pakistan what's happening is the lockdown and what it does to business is causing them to have no economy no way to get food they're selling their children in order to have one meal to eat and uh they're killing hundreds and hundreds of millions of people Klaus, I'll tell you who's doing it. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, that group, uh, Davos, uh, World Economic Forum, uh, the WHO, uh, UN. Okay, those globalist groups and and uh, wealthy people that you don't see that you don't know, but they are the ones who are killing hundreds of millions of people by the lockdowns. They're saying they're using the lockdowns for a great reset for global communism, global socialism. Okay, so. The plan then, therefore, must certainly include, don't tell me they don't know how many people are dying from starvation from their lockdowns. They do. They just hope you don't find out that, that you don't figure it out, because you'll be mad at them for having the lockdowns and killing the hundreds of millions when they could have just locked down certain regions and had the economy go on. If you stop it here, you kill them. And that's what they're doing because they figure they're not going to get in trouble and that no one's going to pin it on them. Make the mistake. It would have been more humane had they just killed them. And... um and now, of course, Cuomo is promising to, if you try to run away from any of this stuff, they're going to grab you and throw you in a COVID uh, camp. So, you know, not only is he saying, yes, kill the hundreds of millions of people and all the seniors, we will take any disobedient and throw them into these camps. What are we talking about? It's not COVID. That's just being used. This is straight up peak or well totalitarianism. That's what it is. Kill anyone who, who dissents. Okay, so now that we know that, what do we do? What do we do? What can be done to prevent those hundreds of millions of kids from dying? 
shouldn't we raise our voice and say, Klaus Schwab, please stop murdering these children. Please stop hiding. You're the one that's locking people down. Please stop hiding. All right, we'll just end. This is a funny tune, but I'm going to just end with it. God bless you, each and every one. We'll see you next time. Uh, roving reporter here, not sure how that's going to be next time. I just, uh, you know, it's always a miracle that we even do one of these. I'm just trying to be, I'm trying to really give a good analysis of the, uh, of the last, you know, the four presidents and the, um, and what we wound up with 20 years later. I don't think that we as a country have progressed. I think we have regressed. What what are you telling me? They lie? What, for money? How much money are you talking about here?
Oh my god. I'm still here, folks. It's just that if the uh, kingdom is within this game over, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, I can see getting in to this racket. I mean, you know. How much fun are we talking about? You hit the jackpot, you only have to be right like once a year, and then you can coast. Yeah, maybe you just coast. 